love you. Love you. Love you. Jesus name. Man. Gotta clap your hands. You wanna clap your hands and give God praise? You wanna tell somebody standing next to you that it's good to see you this morning? Matthew 28, verses 18 to 20. And he reached one to go, and Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in the earth. Verse 19 says, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of, of, of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Ghost. 20. Teaching them to observe all the things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. Now, Father, bless us right now and speak to us in a language we understand. In Jesus' name, Amen. And he said unto them, Go ye into the well and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up Serpents, if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and the sick shall recover. So then, after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into the heaven and sat at the right hand of God. And they went forth and preached everywhere, and the Lord working with them, confirming the word with signs following. Luke 24, 46 to 49 says, He said unto them, Thou hast written, Thus it behoved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day. And that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations beginning at Jerusalem. And ye are witnesses of this thing. 49 said, and behold, I send the promise of the Father upon you, but tarry in the, the city of Jerusalem until ye be endued with power from on high. John's gospel says, John 20, 21 says, And behold, I send the promise of the Father upon you, but tarry. Then, sorry, then said Jesus to them, Again, peace be unto you, as my Father has sent me, even so, Send are you. Now, Father, bless us this morning and speak to us that we may obey what you have commanded. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on and clap your hands. Give God praise. So last week, we started talking about the pillar of evangelism or spreading the good news. What we call in this house Reaching out. Reaching out. Reaching out. Tell somebody, did you reach out to somebody this week? Ask the question right now. Please, doctor, say, did you reach out to somebody this week? Did you reach out? We spoke last week about reaching out and we talked about the importance of reaching out because we said without it, the church is meaningless and have no use to the world. The church will grow extinct in the air without evangelism. The blood of Jesus would have been shed in vain. We gave you the statistics about the, the growth of the church versus other religion. And I will talk about four th five things you need to critically apprehend and apply or understand when it comes to winning souls. And we started teaching on Zero in on them and we talked about the source. The first one we said is the source of the command who has commanded us to go. God through his son Jesus. And this morning we want to talk about the essence of the command. And believe God I will add the zone or the sections of the command. It's a command. Someone says it's a command. 
Say it's a command. It's a command. So we are talking about last week we spoke about the source. I was saying God sent us into the world. This morning we are talking about the essence, the why. Why is evangelism so important? Why is reaching out so critical? Why is it so important that we go out and preach the gospel? Why? Number one, it is important or critical for us to reach out because reaching out, number one, is an act of testifying before a sinful and a condemned world of what Jesus did for us. Whenever we, whenever we preach the gospel, we are testifying as witnesses to a condemned world about what Jesus has done for you and I. Whenever we preach the gospel, we become witnesses. We testify. We speak. We endorse it. We, we use our lives and what has happened to us since we became born again as a point of reference to validate, to enforce this work of Jesus Christ. Revelation chapter 12, verse 11 says what? Revelation 12 and 11. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of what? Their testimony. And they loved not their lives even unto death. They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. Not only by the blood of the Lamb, but also by the word of what? Their testimony. Whenever we preach the gospel, we are testifying about what Jesus has done for our hearts. And is anybody here who have been blessed by the power of Jesus? That's what Paul said. Woe is me that I preach not the gospel. Whenever we refuse to share the gospel, we are sitting on our testimony. And a testimony is not a testimony until you share it. When you share it, it becomes a testimony. The, you see, the place Satan wants you to be is the place where you don't talk about what Christ has done. Whenever you feel shy, whenever you feel ashamed, and there are many who feel shy, why don't you preach, I feel shy? It's Satan. That's the enemy. Whatever reason why you don't preach the gospel is the enemy. But there's no other way, but the only way is to preach the gospel. Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. I'm not ashamed of the gospel because whenever I preach the gospel, I testify. I testify that once I was lost, but now, I'm found. I testify about the transforming power, the healing power, the miraculous power of Jesus Christ. How Jesus has given you peace. Whenever we preach the gospel, we share to the world that Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And if you want peace, you try Jesus. Because my life was scattered until I met Jesus. And when I met Jesus, he turned my life around. And people of God, it is so simple, but yet it is powerful. There's no, there's no uh, revelation or it's not something hushious. It's as simple as what God has done for you reaching out or winning souls or preaching the gospel has nothing to do with studying the protests of the pretext of the contest of the text it has nothing to do with having a puppet it has nothing to do with having even a, a, an altar it's got nothing to do with anybody's approval it has to do with what God has done for you and you speak it in the language you understand will you look at somebody and say I am speaking in a language I understand because I was sick but I feel here I was down but he lifted me I was anxious but he has given me peace I was unstable but since I found Jesus I 
are being stable not that I am there but I've definitely come far I fell and it lifted me up I felt rejected unloved and sick but in him I found acceptance I found endorsement I found love is anybody in the house who has received the turning power of Jesus the Christ whenever we preach the gospel we testify tell someone why are you not testify why are you not testify we testify Acts chapter 1 verse 8 says Acts 1 and 8 by you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be what? witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea in Samaria and to what? unto the uttermost parts of the earth tell somebody you don't need to go to a Bible school to preach the gospel tell to another say you don't need to be a pastor to preach the gospel say by the way you don't even need to be anointed so-called anointing say preaching the gospel has to do with your personal testimony your personal life your personal experiences and you cannot tell me that since you became born again you haven't had a personal experience is anybody here who has had a personal experience with jesus come on rise up and shout and say jesus please sit down I talk about the man of Galilee. Number two, through the sharing of the gospel, we become instrument for Christ to use to add to his church. Acts chapter 2, verse 47 says, Acts 2 47, praising God and having favor with all the people. The Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Praising God and having favor with all the people, the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Whenever we preach the gospel, we become the instrument and the channel to add to the church. Whenever we preach the gospel, we depopulate the unchurch and we populate the church. Whenever we preach the gospel, because the only thing that Jesus is building is the church. The only thing that Jesus is concerned about, Jesus is not building a nation or a city or your business or your family. Jesus is building the church. It is out of the church that everything consists. And therefore, if you love Jesus, you will join him to build what is building. He said, he that does not gather with me, scatters abroad. If you are not adding to the church, then you are scattering the church. Because when you preach the gospel and souls are saved and lives are transformed, you add to the church. You build what Christ is building. You become a partner with Jesus in building what is building. How many of you want to join Jesus in building what is building? Say yes. I will build my church. The church in the book of Acts the books, and the Lord added to the church. God want the church to multiply. Will you turn back? Everybody turn, look back. What do you see? What do you see? You can't even say, what do you see? Why is it empty? Huh? You can't even, why is it empty? You are not reaching out. You are not reaching out. When you reach out, it will be filled. Can we have a packed church in the house of God? Look at you, I'm not even clapping your hands right here. Praising God and having favor with all the people. The Lord added to the church daily. The growth of the church is daily. We cannot 
We cannot miss that. We cannot miss that. The problem with, with many of us is that we are so selfish. What has consumed you is, is your marriage, your business, finances, something. How many of you have been thinking about souls lately? I've been thinking about winning souls lately. Be honest with me. How many of you really feel that there's more work to be done? How many of you feel that you haven't really done your part? Be honest with me. And how many of you are committing to do your best from today going? Are, are you going to do that? The Lord added to the church. The church must be strong. Satan wants the church weak. And unfortunately, many of us join in making the church weak. Anytime you don't preach the gospel, you make the church weak. Anytime you don't reach out, you weaken the church. And the church cannot be weak. But there's nothing like the church. But the church is the ground and the pillar of truth. It's the only place where your children shall be saved. There is nothing like the church. Thank God for schools. But that cannot be compared to the church. Thank God for hospital. But that cannot be compared to the church. Thank God for your office. Thank God for bonds. But nothing can be compared to the church of Jesus Christ. And the only way we add to the church is when we reach out and we preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Number three. Number three. We'll preach the gospel. We share the good things we have received from Christ with the world. In other words, we are not selfish. The reason why you don't preach that you are very selfish. Selfless people preach the gospel. Selfless people reach out. People who don't want to keep, who don't want to keep what they receive, they reach out. And even right now, right now as I'm preaching about the gospel, many of us are wise not talking about healing and deliverances and breakthroughs but you are selfish. How can you eat and not exercise? You become obese. When you eat and exercise, you become healthy. When you receive the gospel and you share, you become healthy in the spirit. Let's to the church. Selfish people don't preach the gospel. Selfless people preach the gospel. Then someone says, are you selfish? Give me an answer right now. Please demand an answer right now. I'm talking about reaching out to your drivers. Your house helps. Reaching out to the people, your watchman, your security man. Reaching out to the people you met in a taxi. Reaching out in your schools and, and sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. Who told you that the world doesn't want to be? People want to be changed. They do what they do because they don't know any better. And if, if only they had the grace you have, they would do better also. And the only thing you are doing to not to make that world a better place that you are not reaching out. Whenever you become selfless, you reach out. And guess what? Bob said, give and it shall be given. Good measure. I got you. I got you. Good measure. Press down. Shaking together. Running over. So shall men give unto you. In other words, when you give, you'll be giving more. The more of Christ you give, the more Christ give you. The more you share what you have received, the more encounters, the more miracles. When you talk about the miracle that Christ has done for you, the encounters you've had with Jesus, he will give you more encounters. Are you with me at all? And I came to announce to you that they are dead in God. And you haven't seen anything yet with God. God is about to blow your mind. And he can only blow your mind when you share what he has already given you. When you reach out and share about your encounters, he gives you more encounters. I can't stop but to talk about the 
encounters in my life and as I talk about what he has given me he gives me more he shows me more he empower me more he bless me more he heal me more he turn my life around more is anybody believing God for more this morning will you shout and say share when we share the gospel he gives us more don't forget about the parable of the talent when the guy who had one kept it he says even what you have must be taken from you the reason why many of you, you are looking at other people's life and you are like wow is that you don't give anything i want to talk about giving all you are thinking is money i'm talking about giving the gospel sharing the gospel i tell you what even please put us on the screen praising god let me show you something simple on the screen see even in the prophetic i found now that if you see praising and you don't say it you won't see god not talking about an end heaven favor with all the people when you, whatever you see, as you say it, as you share it, as you bless people with it, he bless you more. That's the point. When I see praising, I got to say it. And when I share it, he will trust me with God. And when I say God, he will trust me with having favor. And, and when I say it, all the people he would, you see, you, you, have to, you have to share what you have received. And as you share what you receive, he gives you more. The reason why you are lacking and you are stuck and you are not growing in the law is that you are not giving what you have received. Why? What do you have that you did not receive and you receive it? Why do you behave that you didn't, you were not giving? Stop being jealous of what God is doing in my life. Because you are not doing what I'm doing. I'm sharing it. You can clap. You can look at me anywhere you want to look at me. But I'm just saying. That if you don't share. You cannot be entrusted with more. Tell somebody. What do you have? Say what do you have? What do you have? Say how much more do you have? And, how, and, and do you need more? Say, so if you need more, they got to share more. If I'm holding this, and I need to take this, what I need to do is what? Give this, so I can take this. If you believe that there's more in God, then give what God has given you. Then he will give you more employment. How many of you are believing God for a mind-blowing testimony that you got to share the testimony you have received? Please squeeze somebody's hand and say, don't be stingy. Don't be stingy. I didn't say laugh. I said squeeze the hand. I said squeeze the hand. Squeeze the hand and say, don't be stingy. Don't be stingy. Don't be stingy. Don't be mean. Don't be dry. Ask for me. I don't like talking. You don't like what talking. I'm an introvert. Wow. That's why you need grace. Grace would change your so-called whatever. I'm just saying that share, you get more. I remember when I was little, growing up, I started off not as a preacher. I started off as one that carries speakers. Yeah, not the speakers, not this one. So beautiful. This one, I can even carry it with style. I'm talking about carrying, you know those speakers? The one they use at the funeral. The one that you only hear. Those were the ones I was carrying. I said, I kept on carrying. I kept on carrying. I kept on carrying. I kept on carrying. I was not the one preaching, but I was just carrying it. I was just carrying it. I woke up in the morning, I'll carry it. I will carry the speakers and carry the speakers and carry the speakers and carry the speakers. I'm talking about walking, walking. <laughs> Father, help me. 
sometimes you can walk from Lakia to La Paz. What is La Paz? Further away. Not one speaker. I wake up early in the morning to carry. I never used to cut my hair. That's why after now sometimes I leave my hair. I forget myself. The thing is still there. I'm just saying. And I was in the one preaching, but I was carrying it. And what would we do? Preaching out. And one day they gave me an opportunity to preach. So I preached and was good. And I became an evangelist. And I was an evangelist. And I'm still an evangelist. And I love, there's no ministry I love the most than evangelism. You see me excited when we go out and preach. You haven't seen me pre- I used to preach in tree. Yeah. We're preaching in the marketplace. But I kept on sharing and sharing and sharing and sharing. We'll finish preaching, we'll go and pray, and after sharing and sharing, I'll start seeing vision. And I kept on sharing. That one also, and sharing, and sharing. Some were even laughing at me and mocking. And as I kept on sharing that and sharing that, I started growing in the law. I started becoming mature in the law. And I was little. You know, they're talking about, about 18, 19 years. But I became born again 16. Started this thing at 17 or 16 years. At this time, about 19 years. And God gave me grace and favor to the point where when they do conferences, by the grace of God, I became the thing. Yeah, yeah. And I'll preach little. And I'll be ministering, prophetic. And as I kept on sharing and sharing, the Lord entrusted me with more. When you don't share what you have received, you will not be given more. You will not. You will not be given more. You can go to Bible school all you want. You can read the Hebrew and the Greek all you want. You can study Latin and Arabic all you want. I've never been to Bible school before. I'm not a product of any Bible school. I'm a product of grace. I'm a product of God's grace because when I share and share and share, God keeps on adding and adding and adding and adding and adding. You're clapping and sick in the house. And listen to me, church. Listen to me, church. Listen to me carefully. Please listen to me. I'm not saying don't go to Bible school, don't go to school. But I'm saying that what do you get when you go to school and go to school and go to school and never start working? You are growing. Started right here. Tell somebody, I start from where I am right now. Amen. Amen. And stop, stop dreaming about the church and not start the church. Stop dreaming about being a big evangelist and not starting from where you are, winning souls of people around you. Amen. I, was, I never dreamt of pastoring the church. I never saw it. I thought I was going to be evangelist forever and ever, preaching in the marketplace, which we did well. The first time I came to Accra, we came to do evangelism at Kanishi. Yeah. Came to just preach. In the street, we're preaching, preaching, preaching. Listen, listen. You don't know what ha- something happens when, when you hear the gospel. It's sweet, it's medicinal, it's powerful, it's water to a thirsty soul. It's, it's bread to the hungry. It's deliverance to the one in chains. It sets you free. It's freedom to the prisoner. Come on, shout the gospel. Let's point quickly. On the gospel. Look at that. We help the world to escape through the preacher of the gospel. The world is able to escape. The judgment after death. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27 says, And it is appointed unto man, men once to die, and after the death, what? After this is what? Judgment. It's appointed unto men once to die, and after this, judgment. There is judgment after death. 
people go to paradise or go to hell depending on the life they live if you truly love your loved ones preach Christ to them there's no better gift you can give to your loved ones than preaching the message of Jesus Christ to them because it's only through Jesus that men shall be saved it's that we don't preach about salvation anymore but we need a salvation gospel one more time because there is judgment after death you will stand before God and account for whatever you do with your life including whatever money God gave you beauty God gave you skills God gave you talent God gave you whatever God gave you you will account that's why it's not enough to pray to God thank God for the gift of life it's a gift Wait until you stand before him for judgment. Then you will know that you are going to account for everything you deal with your life. And I tell you what, if you love your loved ones, make sure they are saved before they die. Because after death, there is such thing as what? Judgment. But through Jesus, we save the world from this judgment. Amen. 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 One day I'll talk about the reality of heaven and hell. I'll talk about it. I need to talk about it. How many of you want that message? The reality of what? Heaven and what? And hell. You understand that it's not easy in hell. Uh-huh. Amen. Next point. Through the preaching of the gospel, the world is able to escape God's wrath. John 3, 36, the Bible says, And he, he that believeth on the Son had everlasting life. And he that believeth not, the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abided with him. Look at me. There is such thing as the wrath of God. Can I tell you something? One day I'll preach about the, the totality of God. God is not only love. God is wicked. When I say wicked, I'm not talking about what you are thinking. But the Bible says, Bible talk about God's anger. And you haven't seen God's anger before. Jesus is not only a lamb, he's a liar. There are, there are aspects of God you haven't seen. And stop deceiving yourself with God is love, God is love, God. Go and ask the people in the days of Noah. You understand that when it starts raining, you know what I mean? They're looking at me. And that one, it will come to those who don't know Jesus. Simple. They asked a preacher one time, is there any other way to heaven? He said, I don't know. He said, is Jesus the only way to heaven? He said, I don't know. You don't know Jesus the only way to heaven? And you are preaching? Am I talking to a church today? There is coming the wrath of God. God's wrath is coming into the world. By that time, you and I will be gone. Rapture. They're not even receiving rapture. Thinking about your marriage. Oh, Father, save this church. Redeem us from our weaknesses. The wrath of God is coming. Revelation says, let him that is filthy be filthy sin. Let him that is ungodly, unholy be unholy still. Let him that is righteous be righteous still. Let him that is holy be holy still. For I cometh and have my reward in my hands. I'm telling you something. Jesus is coming. And everything in the world shows that he's coming. When you look at the happenings of the world, I need not remind you, but I thank God as opportunity to remind you that Jesus is coming. And when he comes, the wrath of God will come. I'm telling you what, you haven't seen anything yet. You are talking about tribulation. You are talking about the things that will be poured into the world. And you are talking about life after death in hell. And by the way, it was not prepared for man. It was prepared for Satan. But Satan wants some people to join him. And the only way you don't join him is through Jesus. First Thessalonians chapter 5, 
Verse 9 says, For God has not appointed unto us, unto us, for God has not appointed, uh, appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus. God, God's original plan is not for his wrath to come upon us, but salvation through Jesus. You have no idea what it means to be saved. You escape the wrath of God. Tell somebody, God is not angry with me. Please look and say, God is not angry with me. Say, God is angry with the world, not me. Say, as for me, I'm safe. But I have loved ones who are not safe. They have to reach out to them because God is angry with the world. In other words, God's wrath is coming. The only way we show the world the love of God is when we preach the gospel. And I refuse. The Bible says when he saves one, he saves all. You are saved to save others. The reason why God did not take you to heaven the day you became born again is that you have, you have many souls to save. And I didn't come here this morning to excite you. I came here to preach to you the simple truth of salvation. Of reaching out. Being a blessing. That's amazing. I was talking, I was thinking about social media. And wow, the Bible is so true. How many believe the Bible is so true? It's so true. And one truth came to what's the truth? The truth that the Bible and this gospel shall be preached all the nations of the world into every part of the world on, onto the ends of the world before his coming. And I'm like, how is that going to be possible? But I, I found that it's possible right now through social media. You don't have to travel to China to preach to Chinese. You don't have to go to, you don't, you don't have to be in Saudi Arabia. You don't have to be in America. From Africa, the gospel is reaching the ends of the world. And if the gospel is reaching the ends of the world, then guess what? He's coming. Yeah, they are not happy. <laughs> you better clap your hands and give God praise. The gospel is a means through which we reconcile a rebellious generation with their father. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 18 and 19, the Bible says, And all things are of God, who had what? Reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and has given us what? The ministry of reconciliation. Whenever the world lives in rebellion, it's an indictment on your ministry. You are here to be a minister for reconciliation. That is your ministry. You are the minister for reconciliation. In other words, you are the minister on assignment to reconcile a rebellious world to God. And whenever the world stays rebellious, it means you are not doing your work well. If we say Ghana is 70% Christian, that's a star system. If you are seventy percent Christians and the rest state, including Muslims and whatever other religion, it means that it's an indictment on us as Christians to still have thirty percent Muslim or other religion. Why? Because seventy should be able to swallow what thirty. Two of us. And we've had this statistic for a long time. So what is happening? It means the 70 is not working. And we are not working. If we are truly working, we will build new churches every year. And win shows every year. 70% Christians and the 70 can't reach the 30. What is going on? And rather we are losing is because we have a bunch of Christians who are so selfish and if ever they are praying, they are praying about their marriage. Even though they are fasting, they are fasting for a breakthrough. They are not praying that somebody will be saved. 
They are not praying that chains will be broken. They are not praying that light will shine in darkness and souls will be saved. And even when I'm preaching, they look at me like they are not hearing what I'm saying. Because I'm not talking about their deliverances and so on. But I tell you what, true power of God is revealed in the preaching of the gospel. And I'm going to stay here for a very long time because we got to change to reach out and to depopulate the kingdom of Satan and populate the kingdom kingdom of God. We need this 30% reach out. We need it. We need it. And I tell you what, do you know that Tunisia was a Christian nation? Do you know? Tunisia. Now Tunisia is what? Huh? Islamic nation. Turkey. Sierra right now is 60% Muslims. And less than 40% Christians. In West Africa, you take Ghana, you take Nigeria, you take Togo, a few countries, maybe Cote d'Ivoire, everywhere you go, go to Mali, go to Burkina Faso, go to Niger. Are you serious? Are you serious? Go to parts of Africa, even Ghana, travel around, and you will know that the church is not doing that well. Because, because we have a selfish people, selfish churches. And I'm trusting God that we are finishing this teaching on evangelism with a big outreach that will become the culture and the tradition and the lifestyle of the church to win souls and to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. If I were you, I will rise up, I will clap my hands, I will shout and I will say, preach on. Please sit down one minute, let me say something. I tell you what, prophetic doesn't build churches. Prophetic. Miracles don't build churches. What build churches is preaching. Thank God for prayer. Thank God for all the things we do. But it's only when we reach out that we can grow. Thank God for people who came, who came in here to what? The prophetic. And even if you came here to the prophetic, somebody told you. So once you don't talk to anybody about what is happening in the house of God... You are guaranteed that you are not helping anybody. And turn to someone and say, have you been talking to somebody right now? Have, say, how many people do you speak to this, this week, this week, last week? Say, last week, how many people do you speak to? We have been given the ministry of reconciliation. To which that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing the trespasses unto them and had committed unto us the word of of what? Reconciliation. The word we receive, the preaching we receive is a word of reconciliation. God has opened the door for everybody to come in. You got to go out there and tell them the door is open for you to come in and come just as you are. And when you come, the power of Jesus is able to save, able to change, able to transform, able to turn your life around and make you new. Are you clapping your hands in the house of God and say yes someone share something to me I love it the most I love it says the prophet do you understand do you know why the name new man came someone said no I said means a guy who got born again it's, I'm a new person so now for my, my for, from now on my name is new man that's how we got the name new man and it says there's one or nothing that will make you laugh I said what it says do you know how the word you the man came? You the man. You the man. I said, why? It says, it says when David slept with Bathsheba and the prophet came and the prophet says, somebody has taken somebody's sheep and blah, blah, blah. And then David didn't know it was him. He says, let him pay for, let him pay for and let him be killed. And blah, 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 blah. And the prophet said, and the prophet said you the man. You the man. So it's either you are preaching you the man or you are preaching new man. But I tell you what, there's a power to make people new and turn their lives around and make them new. Come on, tell somebody from today, your new name is a new man. You are a new man. You are a new man in Christ. You are a new man in the Lord. The power of God to change and to transform you is here to make you new. You the man. You the man. Hallelujah. 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 
Now let's quickly deal with the zone or the section or the area. The area of the gospel. The zone. The where. The where. This refers to the where of the gospel. Where must we take the gospel? Where did Jesus send us into? Jesus sent us into the world. He sent us into the nation. Now, now let's look at what the Bible says. Where have we been sent to? Verse 19 of Matthew 28 says, Go ye therefore and teach what? All nations. The way of the gospel is nations. God first and foremost statement to where we are to go according to Matthew's account is to go to all nations. The world nation as usual means race and tribes. Our message of Jesus must reach to race and tribes. We are to go to where? All nations. Races and tribes. The gospel knows no color. The gospel knows no ethnic group. Because the message of, of, of Christ, of becoming born again, is the only culture we have. That is to say, there is no culture that the gospel can transform. And when the gospel reaches you, it gives you a new culture. So before God, there's nothing like any other tribe but the tribe of Jesus. The only tribe we should have is the tribe of Jesus. When the message of the gospel reaches the accounts, the Evers, the Ashantis, the Chinese, the Americans, it breaks them and changes them and makes us all one. The message of the gospel is the only place of unity and oneness and one tribe. Who are you going to marry? I don't want to marry Ashanti. You're not born again. I don't want money ever. You are not born again. Because in Christ, there's neither Ashanti or ever or American or Chinese or Japanese. It's called the body of Christ. And the Bible says, go ye unto into what? all nations. Nation means race and tribes. Makala Masua. Look at us and say, you are a member of my tribe. You are a member of my tribe. Say, me and you, have this. we are in the same family. So we, we belong to the same family. Uh, say, we belong to the same family. You are not even saying, say, we belong to the same family. The devil is a liar. Whether you are in China, or you are American, or you are Ghanaian, Jesus is the leveling place. Jesus is the center of our lives. The devil is a liar. The gospel has the power to transform nations, transform tribes, transform ethnicity. The gospel has the power to invade idol worshippers, has the power to invade voodoo men, occultic men, satanic men. The gospel of Jesus Christ has the power to transform, to metamorphose, to turn around, to change any tribe, any group, any culture, any race, any nation, any family, any ethnicity. Am I preaching to the church? Whether you are Dagompa, you are Susala, you are Anakan, you are Ashanti, you are ever the gospel has the power to tear down tribal walls tribal resistance and I came to preach the message that has the power to tear down every tribal every race every culture every system every organization the gospel has the power to tear it down because Jesus it's the same in Nigeria and the same in Accra. Am I talking to a church today? Come on, tell us I'm reaching out to everybody. 
The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. Satan has entered the church with tribes, with ethnicity. Who is the pastor of your church? You see, Ashanti, I'm not going. You see, Ever, I'm not going. You see, Yoruba, I'm not going. You see, you see, Ibo, I'm not going. You see, Anamek, I'm not going. The devil is a liar. Who is your pastor? Is a pastor NDC or MPP? I'm not going. The devil is a liar. They cannot divide the church. We have the power to break down division and break down ethnicity and sex and groupings. The message of the gospel is to everybody and everyone. Will you rise up and clap your hand and shout and say yes? Please sit down. into all nations this means the gospel is to be communicated to become what a way of life God wants us to build culture as a Christian to topple every other culture Acts chapter 11 verse 26 ah my God help me I'm about to have finished this thing and when they have found him he brought him, him unto Antioch, and it came to pass that the whole year they assembled themselves with the church and taught much people. And the disciples were called Christians first in Antioch. The word Christianity was not a proclamation by the church it was people that saw the lifestyle the culture the behavior the benevolence the joy the favor the hearts the giving the preaching the healing the addressing and everything about them and said these ones they are been with Christ and therefore they shall be known as Christian. I came to announce to you there's that power in the gospel that gives you a new life, a new look, new talk, new language, new behavior, new thinking, new mindset, new mentality. I refuse to be a Ghanaian. I am first and foremost an ambassador and a member of the kingdom of God. My tribe is a tribe of Jesus. I join the Christian family. I have a new culture, a new mindset, a new behavior, new lifestyle, new joy, new motivation, new happiness, new language, new faith, new hope, new heaven, new Jesus. Will you rise up and shout and say yes? Sit down. The message of Jesus Christ. The gospel is giving us a new culture. Please look at someone and say, which family do you belong to? Tell us what is your tribe. Tom say, what is your tribe? The devil is a liar. Christianity is not a religion. Christianity is a way of life. Culture is a way of life. And when you become born again, you get into a new culture. And when we preach the gospel, the kingdoms of this world shall become the kingdom of our God and of his Christ. The only way to save us from ethnic tribe, ethnic war, the only way to save us from Evers, from Ashantis, from Americans, from Chinese. There is nothing like any other culture but the culture of the gospel of Jesus Christ is somebody receiving the power of the message of the gospel. Will you slap your hand and shout, I am a Christian. Child of God. They look at their lifestyle. They didn't, they didn't just look at them going to church. They look at them and they saw the totality of their lifestyle. That these are Christians. They influence society. They influence culture. They topple cultures. It doesn't matter where I go. You can throw you can throw me into the midst of primitive backward idol worshippers. When they look at me, I attract them. My life is an attraction. Come on, turn to someone say, say, look at me. I 
influence cultures and change society through Christianity is a way of life that changes culture that changes society we tear down idol worship we tear down voodoo worship we pull down every tribe every tradition every order that is against the knowledge of Jesus the Christ will you rise up and shout and say Jesus hey Priscilla Christianity is not only within the four walls of this building Christianity is the aroma the fragrance the perfume that when you walk around what is that I've been with the Lord and you don't even say but they know it because in that day the seed of the Lord shall be lifted up high and all nations that run to Bible said that and ten men shall hold your skirts and say lead us to the mountain of the Lord there comes a time when your lifestyle must influence culture you see you don't you don't you boss it says the Bible says the Bible says what those who are not married who are married to husbands who are unbelievers the Bible says your life must influence them my husband is an alcoholic see by the time I come back from church I will show you where power lies we are going to church come back from church show him where power lies that's not Christianity Christianity influence society we have you see when you have a culture in the culture the first thing about every culture is that every culture has got in, has got their language it's the language of our tribe ah, do you have a language yeah. and these signs shall follow them that believe in my name they shall speak what new tongue tell us they have a new tongue when I become born again, he gave me a new tongue. He gave me a new language, new way of talking, new way of speaking. I speak with tongues. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue does not speak to me. How be it to God? He speaketh mystery. When I speak in tongue, I speak the language of my tribe. Guess what? But it comes to a point where you pray in tongues and pray in tongues and pray in tongues. And after you spoke to the father, you spoke to your family, you spoke to the brethren. I wish like I could help somebody right now. You talk, 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 talk. How many of you have prayed and prayed and prayed? You were dealing with something and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed in tongues so deep. But after praying in tongues, you now felt a release to speak in your language. But at that time, it's not your language you are speaking. You are speaking based on what the Spirit is leading you to speak. We have a way we talk. Our conversation is full of grace, seasoned with salt. Come on, talk to me right now. That's the way we talk. We have a way of life. When somebody offends you, we have a way we handle it in our, in our tribe. In our tribe, it's not eye for eye. It's not two for two. We don't kill each other. We love on each other. In our tribe, I don't do business with you and cheat on you. In our tribe, I owe you nothing except love. Tell somebody, I owe you. But I don't owe you money. I owe you love. In this tribe, we forgive. In this tribe, we let go. In this tribe, we pray for each other. How many of you are happy to be members of this tribe? And church, church what? guess what? When you live that lifestyle, you influence Nation. The word nation is ethnicity. Ethnicity means cultures, lifestyle. Go into the nations and preach the gospel. The gospel influence culture, change nation, change ethnicity, break them down and set up a new culture. Jesus said, My father and my mother are those who are listening to me. You are my brother and you are my sister. I trust you more than I trust anybody who don't know Christ. And when we say that, do we, do we mean it? Do we mean it? We don't really mean it. You don't know what it means to give up on a believer. Then the second thing is, go ye 
the world. Mark says the world. Matthew said nations. What is the world? The systems. The system. Christianity is supposed to influence systems and organizations. Because see, culture is a way of life. System is what monitors culture. So the people live by the culture. No, no, no. Stop me. It's, 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 American in me came out. The American in me means that I talk. The American in me. I'm a right, I'm a right, I'm a right. Even if you are dying, and it's your right, you die. It's your right. But in our culture, we don't do that. We have a better culture. It's a culture of community. Your pain is my pain. Your joy is my joy. That, that's our life. Now watch this. Go to the nations. Culture. The world systems. Christianity is supposed to change systems. The political systems. The banking systems. Educational systems. Our law. Am I preaching someone today? Our society. Christianity. That's why you, you, don't, you don't even know what God's going to give it a school. You don't know why God's going to give you a school. You don't know. God will give you a school so that your school can influence society. That's the point. The reason why we're going to have Christian schools. Can we have Christian schools one more time? Because in our Christian schools, we shape them to understand that out of Zion shall come the law. And the true law is from Zion. In our Christian schools, we shape them to understand that science only discovered what was covered by God. And before anything was ever discovered, it was already covered by the one who created it. And you only uncovered to discover what was covered. And covered by who? The one who covered it, who shares everything in secret. For the secret thing belongs to God. But those that are real for us and our children. Am I preaching the church today? We are forming schools, hospitals, churches, banks, businesses, international community centers, ICTs, organizations, technology to influence our society and influence the world. said this. God is raising from this house businessmen. Can I preach right now? 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 Listen, how many of you went to Christian schools? Wesley Girls and Holy Child and Presec and, and Fancy Payment. Can I see my hands right now? What was happening? There was something there. And I'm trusting God that we are going back to those days. And no government is going to sponsor us. We are going to be in a place to sponsor ourselves, to preach ourselves. And in a school called the Christian school of this house, we will be strong. We will not compromise. We are not messing up. We are not giving up because we are to go to influence system. in this house Christians that influence systems the music well the fashion well the political well the educational well God gave me a vision set up a school but not from university level but most of them when we get, by the time they get to university we miss them, we've lost them we are starting from from the crash. And I tell you what, God is going to use us to have a safe place for our children. A place where Jesus is Lord, where devotion is done, where prayers are made for the children, where there's Christian counseling. I'm not leaving my child to anybody to counsel him to demons. They will cancel him out and cancel him to demons. I refuse it. I break it. I destroy it. May God bless this house. People will influence and power and access and knowledge to influence the system. Rise up to your feet right now. You're clapping and sick in the house. Move around and tell somebody you are the one God has been waiting for. Get out of your senses. God is about to do something with you, through you, 
to shape the systems of the world you are setting an organization that will shape the mentality the thinking the mindset of this world we have the capacity to influence to change the narrative and the cause of the discussion we set the standard for the rest to follow talking about God raising Christian scientists, Christian medical professionals, Christian educationists, doctors, pastors, IT, technology. God is about to raise people in this house that in your field, you will use it to reach the gospel. And so, before you start a surgery, as you are about to cut for the surgery, you lift up your hands and let us pray. Your clapping is sick. Your shouting is low. Do you have a people in the house right here? Say yes. We pray. The captain of Israel host guide us in this journey. Navigate us. And as you are cutting, you are praying. You are praying. And as you begin to see how the veins are arranged and the skin and the blood and the organs, you stand in awe to the awesomeness of the one who did these detailed works in your body. Lift your hands just right now. How many of you are in the place to influence our world right now? Are you ready to influence the world? I want you to pray this prayer. Lord, say, Lord, use me to be a vessel to reach out to the lift of hands. One open, just pray right now. Open, just pray right now. The message of the gospel. Lift up your voice right now to the well, to the well, to the well, to the well. Look at me. In the final analysis, this will happen. This will happen. Like the, the snakes of Moses swallowed the snake of the magicians of Pharaoh. You are going to swallow them up. You don't clap your hands well like a warrior, like a believer, like a child of God. God, because the symbol of the of the pharaohs, which was the, the crown of their success, because Egypt was a superpower, the crown of their success was a snake. It means they are smart like the snakes. Deceptive like the snakes. And God gave Moses a snake that swallowed them up. To say that your system has been hijacked. You, look at me. We are coming to the place where we, we hijack the system of Ghana. The system of West Africa. The system of Africa, the system of our world, we are here to influence and to swallow up every evil system. To establish. It looks like you are not ready to receive that word. Come on, am I preaching to a shirt today? Lift your hands. Begin to pray for God to use you right any way possible. Just pray for God to use you right now. Any way possible. Wherever you find yourself. Lift up your voice in prayer right now. Thank you, Lord. Open your mouth. Just pray to God right now. 